Welcome to the Spirit for Success podcast with your hosts, Rach Wilson and Therese Tucker. Welcome to another Kick-Ass and Sparkly Ladypreneur podcast with me, as always, is the marvellous, the magical, the sparkly Therese Tucker. <laughs> Hi, everyone. Welcome to our podcast. All right, Rach, here's the moment of truth is we didn't really decide <laughs> what we were going to talk about. I sort of emotionally was like, help. <laughs> so um, in, the, in the spirit of love and compassion for all, I, I'm willing to bring this out into the open a little bit, um, mostly to help other people and maybe a little to help myself. <laughs> it works. Yeah, it's a tricky situation, but I'm sure that other people are in something similar. Oh, look, it's the season because it's all, you know, there's lots of stuff going on. It's high stress, business just trying to get stuff done, um, dealing with family, dealing with customers, dealing with clients, you know, emotions are running high. We're in Mercury retrograde. It's hot in some places and freezing in others. It's, there's mm -hmm. so much going on. And I am seeing and hearing from many people who are struggling a little bit at the moment with, Staying in relatives. <laughs> Staying in emotional alignment with compassion, kindness, love, and inner peace. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. Taking the high road when you're baited, <laughs> when you're baited by old patterns. Mm. Let's just put it that way, right? So yeah. if you're if, if you're working on yourself, if you're doing personal growth work one of the main things that you're doing is you're undoing old patterns of behavior, especially the ones that tend to sabotage you and hurt you, right? It's the patterns of behavior that you repeat that actually have a detrimental effect to your well-being that you're trying to undo. And man, nothing can reverse all that positive work faster than dealing with people who may have engaged in those patterns with you for Many, 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 many years. And guess when Friends, you see them? <laughs> family, long-term right. clients. Because yeah, we, we change. That's the thing that, that's not kind of accounted for in these situations is, um, is the change that at least one half has gone through. And it's, 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 it's human nature to yeah. continue to see a person in the same light that you – it's like you create a, a, a version of them in your head and go, well, they're like this, they're not like that, and they do this, they react like this, they – whatever. So it's – when people have got a perception of you or you have a perception of another person, it's really hard to break free of that and respond in a different way. So in times of stress and non-lightness <laughs> <laughs> – to fall back into an old pattern of reacting or responding to that other person. Yeah. So, um, hey, Janine. Hi. She's on Facebook saying hi. Hi. Um, <laughs> so, let's see. How do I talk about this in a positive way? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of, one of the things that with the help of doing personal growth work and working with my bestie, Rach, that I learned that really gave me peace was finally learning to let go of expecting people to do anything. <laughs> I was it's like, at first it was expecting them to be nice. Then it was expecting them to understand. And finally it was like, just stop expecting, period. Just let that shit go. And it, it was uncomfortable at first because you really, you, you just, you learn things about yourself when you stop engaging in a pattern you learn what your own like 
triggers needs and values are. Mm -hmm. So one of the, my values or needs was I wanted to be understood desperately wanted to, you know, have someone see or accept or understand or listen to my point of view. And with certain people who shall not be named, I do not get this. I do not get this. And for a long time, that relationship was really strained because every interaction I was bringing it to the table, if I either consciously was bringing it, like I had a, a fighting point, right? This is my boundary. This is what I want and need. Uh, or it was a subconscious need that maybe this time, if I'm nice enough, maybe if I'm sweet enough, maybe if I do something, I will then get what I want, which is my expectation of understanding. Mm. And when I finally, there was a, I like the, a pivotal turning point where I was consciously aware. I'm like, I'm not going to do it. Like I prayed before the meeting and I was like, I'm not going to expect anything. I please take my desire and need to expect anything. And it worked. I went in there and there was a situation that arose where I was like, this is making me uncomfortable. And the first thought was, don't you see, can't you see this is my discomfort. And, uh, instead of engaging in that pattern, which is an old pattern for me, I was like, nope, just be uncomfortable. I'm going to let myself sit here and be incredibly uncomfortable. And it felt like for the first two minutes, like I was going to die. Like I was like, this is going to eat me alive and I'm going to die right here. This, so, this, that, that phrase of, so this is how I die. <laughs> <laughs> so this is it. Well, is it involved coffee? <laughs> right. But, and pizza. <laughs> pizza was there. Um, I didn't die. Thank God. Yeah, thank God. And the discomfort passed after really 10 minutes. It was like 10 minutes of pure agony of just this is grating on every nerve breathe, I have. Breathe and breathe. Breathing, right? And holding a crystal under the table, just like squeezing the shit out of it. Um, and it passed. And what I learned from that is that I could handle I could handle being in those situations and not have to worry about any expectations. If I could let those go, the thing was like, you know, it was like getting a bikini wax. It'll be over soon. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Just breathe. <laughs> Just breathe through it. Well, that was the hard part. Now it's over. Um, but a new layer, a new layer has shown itself and, and Rach, without getting into too much specifics, um, how about you share, because I'm kind of still processing some of what we talked about. Can you share that new layer from your perspective? What was I going through just now um, yeah, that so might you've, help people? You've gotten a lot better at, in the moment, moving through yes, it, allowing it to move through. But then when that, that situation is no longer the trigger, then mm -hmm. the mind has space to start going, oh, but what about this and what about that and da 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 So yeah. without having a need to keep breathing <laughs> and the space was given to the monkey chatter in the mind. And I, I mm -hmm. certainly know that I've done this too. You get through the situation and then your mind wants to go back and rehash. Well, how could that, that have gone differently? What could I have said that would have changed that? What could I, you know, they, and then you start to see in your mind's eye other things, but it's still a projection. You're still looking at yeah. it going, Oh, well, blah, 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 which is what, when you're in the moment, which is where we all want to be, we want to be completely present in the moment. There's no story. There's True. no story. Nope. But when you get out of being in the present, you start mm -hmm. to engage. All the, the, all the threads were connecting. Like this action is because of that previous storyline, 
or that previous action and uh, oh, so much projecting, right? Like in truth, this person is probably not consciously aware of what they're doing. Although I suspect, <laughs> although I, I, I suspect motives, but I can't prove it. So. <laughs> and for that reason, it becomes, it is a story and we've all got them. Yeah. We're all guilty of doing this. Um, yeah. But we, we give us, it's almost like in that moment when we don't have, when we're not present is really what it is. When we're not present, we go into the story and our subconscious, our conscious mind is very good at connecting the dots. Is it true, right and real? Maybe parts of it. Completely <laughs> can't can't know, and I think You'll that's never part know. of the that is part of the frustration too. It's part of the pain uh, experience of. So here's what we're talking about. Just to kind of recap that on on one level, I moved through expectation, right? I moved through it in the moment, in in at the direct threat, <laughs> aka holiday parties with threat level one. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. At threat level midnight, I can show up and be like. I'm calm. I'm cool. Oh, that was said. Cool. More wine, please. Right? No drama. Just, no I got drama. two more hours. We I got this. Through. Right. But what I've noticed is that um, is that I left myself open. I left myself open afterwards to let any subconscious anything that I that I perceive. Right. Because I can't mm -hmm. say. Um, I cannot truly say I know what the other person was doing. I, I can only say how I experienced it um, and how I interpreted it. And definitely part of that interpretation is the filter of things I know or stories <laughs> I've been part of, right? So the things that I know and the stories I've been part of are how information gets filtered through and processed and, um, and kind of stored in the brain that this event, this one thing means that. And this person but, is like this and like that. Therefore, that's what motivated them to do this. And so we, mm -hmm. we connect. We are so good at building oh, the God. story and making the connections. So it's, it's just, it's so fantabulous. You know we, why it's easier to, and, and to, honestly, I've been thinking about this a lot lately. I'm like, why is it so easy to be our best selves, our best selves with total strangers? No story. No, that's right. No story. Nothing. It's like you're you're you. I'm me, and I and here's the best of myself, um, and that's beautiful. And I and I, it's like God. There, there's a little bit of gold right there. If we could figure out how to come to the people that we know deeply and intimately with this sort of clean slate, um, non-storyline we could really have a much better, like the best version of you can much more easily come forward. Um, and some of the problems that we have with our most intimate relationships is that we a feel safe and B we've decided we know who you are. Like we know, I know who you are. I've decided it's done. Like the mystery is <laughs> exactly solved, and that's, right? that's where it comes on stuck. And we, we all do this um, is that perception. So mm -hmm. the, the practice, and this is, we've been, I've been doing a lot of kind of, um, you know, delving into more around this whole fifth dimension and, and moving into the fifth dimension and what that looks mm -hmm. like, what that feels like, what, what, how are we behaving when we're really shifting to that fifth dimension? <laughs> or I call it density. density. Or fifth density, exactly. That's another word that's used too. Um, yeah. And one of the big things is about you know, being complete acceptance, complete compassion, complete kindness, understanding, but still having you know, boundaries, but it's very different than having boundaries that you would have in three and four day. 
So it's, you know, these are the things that we need to transcend in order to move fully into 5D. And I think that's a big reason why this is coming up a lot for a lot of people around me is these old mm -hmm. patterns. And even within myself, I'm seeing old patterns, not the same, different mm -hmm. stuff. But I'm yeah. being shown where I'm still not in complete alignment with what I want or mm -hmm. complete compassion for myself or love for myself or being able to just be present with that other person in the moment and allow them to be every part of who they are, the good, the bad and the ugly and the beautiful and be able to love myself through those responses and reactions as well. So it's, you know, yeah, no, I, I just want to add to that. Tim put a really cool comment here in the Zoom room. And he says that what he tends to do after um, an event or a party, if he keeps playing it over, is that he um, reimagines it or reenacts the encounter in the way he wanted it to go mm. so that he reprograms it in his mind. And, and the truth is, once it's happened, it no longer is. It now exactly. was, it can now be reprogrammed or changed and the mind will accept it as if that were the truth. Absolutely. And the other thing that, that is really important with all of this is when you're the one that's re like reenacting and not in the good way and you're going over it in your head, the only one in pain in that moment is you. Oh God. <laughs> yes. Yep. Nobody yeah, else which... is in pain unless they're doing their own, you know, torturing themselves in their heads. But otherwise yeah. it's you. And this is what you know. <clears throat> people get stuck on forgiveness because it's like, well, I don't want to, say that what they did or said was right mm -hmm. so you're not mm -hmm. forgiveness is about letting go of the pain and the torture you're putting yourself through yeah. and allowing yourself to let it go and surrender all the meaning and all the stories and everything you've attached to it absolutely the need to not forgive is kind of like you think that somehow this this like um, yeah like it like you're going to um, justify <laughs> like justice will be served if your forgiveness isn't given and forgiveness is never for them, it's for you. Mm. It frees you from the pain and, and being in a situation that recently triggered me and coming to Rach, like I, I love talking to Rach because I know I'm not going to, she's not going to help play into the ego's storyline with me. And I know that going in, otherwise I don't bring it up <laughs> if I'm not ready. <laughs> Seriously, if I'm not ready to get over it, I won't say it because I know I can't, I, you can't go to someone like Rach and be like, you know, just, just commiserate with me on this because she's not interested. And I like that. I like that she's not interested. And she made a good point, which is that commiserating in it with me would just be prolonging my pain and she doesn't want to see me in pain. I'm like, that's a really good point. Um, so, yeah, what's, oh God, I've lost my point. But my, <laughs> like, what was I trying to say? Not forgiving. Right. No, but it was more about the fact that, you know, there, when you do the work, even if you want to wallow in it, there's a part of you that's like, no, I don't want to stay here. I want to shift. And the par part of the hardest thing in shifting is when you go to take the high road, the high road doesn't always feel great. Okay. It just doesn't. Let's not lie about that. <laughs> in the long run, you benefit and you heal mm -hmm. and you feel good about yourself later. But in the moment, it can feel like a son of a bitch <laughs> to mm -hmm. be like, okay, I'm projecting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And there is, like, just... 
Yeah. One of the things, I mean, let's talk more about how do you get through these moments. And one of the first things, and I, I will always let Therese do it, and I do it for myself, is I give her time to vent, to chuck a tanty, to go, it's fucked, it's fuckity, fuckity, fucked. Mm-hmm. It's all fucked. And I'll agree with her. Yes, it is fucked. <laughs> Great. Now get it all out. <laughs> then yeah. we're going to move on. So it's, give yourself permission to just be raw and be real and allow that emotion through because holding it back is not going to help you, but neither is fueling it either. So acknowledge oh. it. Give yourself yeah. a time limit. Go five minutes, ten minutes. I wouldn't go too much more than that. To just well, and, and, here's, and here's what acknowledging it does. This is where the shadow side of yourself is coming forward to have its say. <clears throat> and by a, allowing yourself to do that, you are honoring the darkness in you. And, and, and I don't mean that in a negative way. I mean, the, there, we all to be the light, you have to cast a shadow. Mm-hmm. All right. The light casts a shadow. So yes, be a light worker, be all about the light. Know you have a shadow anyway. And probably some of it, some spots are a little shadier just because you are <laughs> such a big light. So when you let yourself chuck that tantrum and talk about how unfair it is within the boundaries of I'm doing this to put it out there, to say it, to see it, to let it be uh, heard because uh, a lot of times when you let yourself air your anger or your grievances, you'll hear stuff that you don't even believe. Mm-hmm. But until you say it, until you acknowledge it, you keep believing something you don't actually believe. You don't actually believe that. That's so interesting. So as soon as it's like out in the open and you give it this boundary, I'm giving you 20 minutes, an hour, one day, whatever. It doesn't matter. One week if you need that. Like if it's that painful. But you need to set a, a boundary, a parameter for yourself, and then you need to go for it, mm. right? And the intention with this is not to send all this filthy energy out to the other person. It, it, the intention is that by putting it out there, you're, you're shining the light on it so it can be seen and healed. Because honestly, like what Rach said earlier, there's a story here. It might not be the truth, but it's a very active story. And apparently part of my story was a 16-year-old, a 13-year-old in me who feels very hurt and very violated um, that's not healed. And until I said it, until I kind of unraveled this kind of like verbal diarrhea that wanted to come out. I didn't I'm all clean was, now. That's a bit. Oh, yeah. We're clean. It's clean. <laughs> <laughs> it's all clean. Um, until I got through that and got past this trigger moment and into the stuff, I found out, oh my God, she's still there. She's very active. She's still very hurt and she needs healing. That story needs to be healed. And, and this is where Tim's technique could come in really handy is because that story is still very active. Yes, it's a memory. Yes, it really happened, but it's not happening now. Mm -hmm. But because it's not healed, it comes up in my moments, in my present. So now is the time where I can say, this is how it actually went. Mm. Because I'm done. I am so, I mean, you guys, this is a real moment. I am so fucking done (laughs) with that pain, right? Like it's uh, 13, I'm... I'm, you know, 10 years older than that. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Only 10 years older than that, but 10 years is a long time time. to deal with the same thing over and over again. So 
it's okay at this point now, instead of, unless I want to carry that around, which is not for me, it's not for me in my highest vibration. I don't want it anymore. So there's some work to do here. Like I got some work to do tonight. Yes. And you've got many tools. You've got source for shit, you've got crystals, mm-hmm. you've got the team. There are a thousand ways to heal this stuff and setting the intention is to heal it is one of the, the, the first things to do and then allow this stuff to come through and then yeah, you put your big girl pants on and you go and yes. heal that shit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I've got a little baby who is now calling my name. All right. I'll go and grab him if you want to open up some questions or get some feedback from people. Oh, yep. Yes, yes. I see there's actually a lot of activity going on on the Facebook page. So, um, yes, let me just check in there and see what's happening. Um, I see there's a question. So, uh, Rachel, I will definitely be getting to that question. Let's see what Agnes is talking about. Hey, guys. Hey, Agnes. So, uh, Agnes is saying she's reading an amazing book. And um, from what she has learned is to approach these not easy situations intentionally. Seeking opportunities, uh, la, la, opportunities to act in line with our values. We can use these to trigger better habits. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I love that. Now, that, you know, what's required from that. Um, and she, by the way, she put the title of the book and the author in the comments. So if you're interested in reading that, it's called Emotional Agility by Susan David, uh, which sounds awesome. I'm going to definitely check that out. Um, but this requires that courage, right? Real courage is to accept that the situation you may be going into has a very high probability of triggers and going in not to avoid the triggers, but to allow them to give you an opportunity to be your highest self or to act in alignment with your own values. I think that's amazing that is an amazing idea um fantastic uh jackie's just saying is about naming and claiming this to feel and release totally doing this at the moment good yes 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 name it and claim it um and i want you to see i mean part of my intention and kind of being open and honest with everyone here is that, I mean, you know, you're, you know me for doing the work, for bringing you, um, for Rach and I to bring you the tools. You know us for that. And I just want you to see that even people who um, have access to the tools and do the work still struggle, right? We're, we're human beings. Um, And it's not about perfection and it's not even going to be done, right? Because I've gotten through some levels of this and clearly there's some stuff here that's not done. So it's not about perfection. It is about falling down and getting back up again. You're allowed to fall down. You're allowed to be triggered. You're allowed to go into your dark stuff, but you always have the choice you always have the choice to turn it around and and find a better way through. And this book sounds like a fantastic way to work through. <laughs> fantastic. So thank you so much for sharing that, Agnes. Um, and I encourage you, you know, on this thread, if you'd like, if you're having situations 
um, where you too are feeling like stuff is getting triggered or you're not acting from your highest self, just know you're not alone. Um, if you have questions and want advice on the way through it, we're here for that as well. Um, because honestly, sometimes it takes other people to help you through this. You, I have, <laughs> I have the knowing, of course. And when I am working with other people, it's so much easier. Oh, yeah. So much easier. Like the, the Vista is very clear. And I'm like, oh, yes, <laughs> use this tool. But when you're in the middle of it and you're activated and triggered, you're going to, you're going to really appreciate having people there who are on a similar path who can remind you, you have the tools, pick them up and use them. Yeah. Cause when you're in your emotions, it, it's, um, the cloud of emotions will cut you off from logic. It'll cut you off from knowing exactly what to do. So what I get my clients to do is to have a little black book or a little red book or a little pink book, whatever, and write in there your tools. So when you get triggered, step one, acknowledge how you feel. Step two, chuck your tanty. Uh, and then step three, you know, pull out, pull out your tools, deconstruct it, clear it, heal it, whatever you have to do, whatever works for you. But having something somewhere that you, all you've got to remember in that moment is go to my book, go to my book, go to my book. My book will save me. <laughs> right. And, and give yourself a break. Give yourself a break if it's not your first thought. Yes. Right. And it, I mean, it's not as important it's not as important the fact that you reacted or got triggered or that you forgot to use your tools. What's more important is that eventually you remembered and picked them up. Yes. Right. So the, the cycle can end. Exactly. All right. Well, I do see one question unless you want to add more to it. We can, um, I'm going to just say it's open for questions now. And while we're waiting for those to come in, um, is there any other part you want to add to this? Um, I mean, the only thing I would add is if you don't have the tools, if you don't have a way of healing your emotional crap, reprogramming your subconscious mind, because that's where all the problems are, then you know, source the shift is the technique that I teach that is a, a power programming tool. It's a powerful healing tool that does all those things in one, one suite of tools. Um, and it might be worth having a chat with me about whether or not you want to join in the training, which I'll be running early next year. So if you don't have a tool, get one. <laughs> That's right. That's useful right. Something, useful something, anything. Absolutely. Yeah. And I have to say that having books are fantastic. And I use <laughs> Tim saying that source for shift is freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, you know, having the books and, and reading about this, the knowledge is fantastic. I mean, priceless, honestly. But if you're not consciously using it, right? If you're only reading it and like being like, okay, I know now. <laughs> this is where this is where practice really comes in, and having um, having people in your life that you can bounce this off of. Have a trusted friend. Have a group of people who think like you. Have people around you who are doing the work who understand the importance of the work and who understand the importance of getting through it. Uh, you know, that's why AA works so well. That is why those 12 step programs, group meetings, 
they work so well because the people in the room get it, right? They are also struggling and working through their problems and getting to the other side of it. They also have all the access to the same tools you do and yep. are at different stages of using it. That's why it works. Um, that's why having um, a space like our membership area, so we have our success circle membership. We That's one of the big things that people are getting out of this is a community of people who get it. They get it. And that is such a valuable tool to have in your life. So definitely make sure that that's part of your toolkit is someone or some people who really understand the level that you're working at and can help you through those. So with that, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to ask Rachel's question. This is Monica's sister. How cool. Hi, oh, hi. So Rachel. <laughs> She has a question about two dreams she had the same day about death. One was about my grandfather that wasn't a good man. and I've never dreamt about him. And another dream was about my um, daughter is that her daughter dies. And I was just wondering if there was any meaning to them. They were both horrific and felt very real. And I wanted to know if our mom came in. Uh, came to me in the dream to call me and give me peace from those dreams. Um, during the other night that um, Jack's drowned. Oh yeah, I've had I've had dreams where when Tristan was first born that was very graphic. That I won't. It, it was you know we have these dreams when we care about people. Um, one of the levels of the dreams is just to show how much you care. Another level is to show how attached you are. And attached, this is a tricky one. And it's something I've, I've also worked through, <clears throat> or am working through. But I, I'm sure you've heard in many different spiritual teachings that we have to let go of attachment. And this can be so tricky when it comes to the ones we love. Because how, how, do, we, how do we feel... <laughs> feel love and take care of people when we, and not feel attached. And part of it is you have to understand if you're connecting your attachment to their safety, that by being so attached to that person, you're actually somehow protecting them and understanding that, you know, when we come into this world, the only one we really have any control over including safety is us. I mean, to some degree we can help provide safety, but ultimately they, that being has the full reign of how safe they are or not. And that includes children. And it's really, it's a more complicated thought to grok. So I'll, please understand that if that doesn't quite jive with you or make sense, that's okay. It's a, it's a really big concept to put your head around. And plus so much is coming at us in our societies about safety and fear. And our fears are played on a lot. Um, a classical meaning around death has nothing to do with death at all. It has to do with transcending or rebirth or a change. Um, so the, the thing I like to do when people talk to me or ask me questions about dreams is I really like to put it back into your hands because I can interpret the message through my own 
life and experience and I can use my intuition, but nothing is going to beat or match or be right on as your own intuition. So here is a little process that I, I often um, have people do when they're trying to figure out what a dream means. It is a dream interpretation process to show you what you what symbolism you put on things. So what you do is you write out the dream in as much detail as you can remember. And then you go through and you pull those details out. So um, if I'm just going to use the woods, a bear, and an automobile. Right, so I had a dream that I was in the woods and then a bear was coming to attack me and an automobile came and took me away. Right, so what I would do is I would write down the details. Um, I am, and you always state the details when you try to get their answer, you, you assume the first person. So you assume the position of the detail. For example, I would write, I am the woods in Teresa's dream. I represent complexity right? Like, I don't know. You just let the first word that comes to your head. When you use the I am statement, it, come, it just flows right to you. So then I would write down, I am the bear in Teresa's dream. I represent courage, right? I am the vehicle in Teresa's dream. I represent swiftness or I represent, I represent moving quickly. Um, something like that. So once I get all my details decoded, I rewrite the dream by plugging the details in. To each spot and that would tell me the subliminal meaning the message that the dream is trying to send um, and by the way about your mom she is very active in your family um, you know one of the things that she has said to me in the few kind of interactions that we've had is that she so appreciates having her cognition back like she feels lightning quick now and she really is like she can move at the speed of thought, which is kind of um, I think it's a relief to her is one of the things that she often shows me. And she's kind of like amazed by that. She's like, damn, I wish I had this. <laughs> I wish I had this when I was alive. That would have been amazing. Like the, she often like the feeling is this overwhelming uh, excitement of the, all that she could have gotten done. if She could have moved at that speed then. Um, so one of the things she often mentions when she kind of comes in is just that she's really clear. She is there. She makes herself known all the time. Um, she's not worried that you're going to notice her. She, she will be there and, and you will, when you are ready, maybe when you've moved through some of that grief that blocks us from noticing or really understanding that they're there, she'll still be there. So she's not going anywhere. Um, and you don't have to hurry up and recover, right? Like she's just ever present and she's sipping around right now. She's got a lot of stuff she's doing. She's kind of like, um, she's talking about ancestral lineage actually, but she's going through the line. Um, she learned something about ancestral lineage. And I don't know if this is something she talked about before she passed, but it is definitely something she's aware of now. Um, and it's kind of like she's going through on a DNA cellular level, if that makes any sense. But there is coding that she understands now about uh, the ancestral line and DNA. And I feel like she's doing some work on that. All right. So, Rachel, I hope that makes sense to you. Um, and if not, you know, you can always put in the comments or 
ask for clarification, but your mom rocks and she's like making the afterlife her bitch right now. <laughs> she knows what she's doing. <laughs> All right. All right. Um, okay. I do not see any more questions at this time. So we have a few more minutes. If anyone else has a question for, about anything. Go for your life. You've got about 30 seconds before we wrap this up. <laughs> Somebody wants to. <laughs> I hear that. I hear a lot of slapping and clapping over there. Okay, Agnes, go ahead. Ask your question. She's typing it. Agnes is typing in a question. Let me see if anybody else. Da, 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 da. Mm. Not that I see. Not that I see. Um, Rachel says, thank you, LOL. She's the best. And it's good to know that even in the afterlife, she's rocking. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Bright energy. She does. She has awesome energy. I talked to her earlier when she was helping me. Um, with somebody something that's all I'm gonna say <laughs> but she was there and she was like no nope, she'd like these I'm like oh <laughs> okay then <laughs> awesome all right and Chai has a question too okay they're starting to come in um you know I'm in a little bit uh, you know a little bit about my challenge so this is Agnes talking uh, I would like to initiate conversation before Christmas or before New Year's Eve. Do you think it is a good time? Is he opening up? I get a, no, I get a, you're going to have to let this guy process a little bit more. I, again, get the feeling that you, first of all, remember not until after the 22nd, actually. So maybe slightly before Christmas, but not right now has to do with mercury retrograde right getting things clear you might be clear but doesn't mean he will interpret it clearly especially if he's in a triggered or reactive state um, so the best thing that you can do right now is hone and fine-tune this message also you need to consider uh, some of the stuff that I was talking about what are you trying to what are your needs here do you need something from this person is it something that you can give to yourself and heal first before putting any kind of expectation that he understands out there? Rach, you want to add to that one? Yeah, it's looking at, you know, what's driving the need to, to open up the communication. Why do you need to do it now? Why are you feeling the drive? So ask yourself those questions. You know, what is it about that? Exactly. <laughs> Get more of an understanding as to what your, what your stuff is that's playing out here. I feel like there's a big chunk of stuff that's you know, mm -hmm. triggered for a reason. It's triggered. It's up in your face so that you can heal it before you even try to establish connection with someone who may be working through their own stuff. Yeah, I get the feeling that there's anxiety active here, and I, it's just not a good way to approach this, especially if you're like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, or just understand this is where I was, or I didn't mean that. It's... it's, it's um, hmm. the kind of communication that you're hoping to establish would open up something deeper. And it's kind of like I, you have a need that needs to be met. Maybe you need to be heard or just a need to communicate or you're afraid that something's going to fall apart, but that's not a good foundation to start from. 644, by the way. Hey, team. It's not a good place to start from when, you, when you're starting from a place of I need to fix this. What if instead... 
you could get to the place where there's nothing wrong. And that's kind of, you might need to digest that a little bit and think about what does that place look like where there's actually nothing wrong. And that's where you communicate from. And to add to that, think about if you were, if your cup was completely full, if you were completely coming from a complete loving space within yourself, a complete confident space within yourself, a complete solid place within yourself, would your actions and your words be quite different? It's something to consider. Yeah. Good. So that's your action right now. More contemplation, more figuring out what you're trying to get out of this and see if you can heal that first before moving forward with interaction. If you want it to be more stable, a stronger and better place to come from. Um, and then Rachel just kind of, uh, um, um, she's worried that, you know, she feels she's got some guilt about how much time she spent with her mom and she hopes her mom forgives you. Your mom loves you so much. She's not upset. <laughs> not at all. She doesn't want you to be torturing yourself over it though either. Mm -mm. So you can let that go. No, she's completely, yeah, it's all, it's all love. She, all love. So, when we pass over one of the beauty, beautiful things that happens is we see from an expanded point of view. We're no longer limited to the one timeline, the one body, the one experience. We get the whole experience back. So she experiences time. Oh, she gets to see how you were experiencing life as you, as she experienced it as her, as she experiences it as the one. So there's nothing to apologize for because in truth, we're all connected. We are all one. She's experiencing it as you experienced it. The best in her mind, it's like forgive yourself. She's for that's healed and forgiven. The only one that needs forgiveness here is you for you. Forgive yourself. You did the best you could with what you had at the time. And that's it. That's it. It's no longer an active storyline. It is just now a story. This moment right now is where real healing can be. And that's where you choose to give yourself a break. And remember, you're a human being trying to do the best you can with the cards you're dealt with every day. Right? So just focus in on that and know that you are completely held in love. Held in love. All right. Let me see. Um, I think we have one more question. Um, let's see. Uh, Chai is asking uh, if school is a good idea for her right now online. And then I think she added to this, I'm curious where my daughter's father's mind is at. Does he desire to be a support um, for his daughter or something else? Um, yes, you could do the online schooling. I would, but again, this is the one of the, energies I know is active right now is to pause and consider your why. If you're doing it because uh, you got, you got to get underneath the reason why, why do I need to go to school right now? Why is this like pressing on me? Um, and the clearer you can be and the more realistic about what it's going to take and where it will lead, you can be the better you're going to find something that's the most aligned to you. Because absolutely, it could help you, but it could also be something that you're doing because you think you have to when you might not need to. So right now, the energy is not about put, press the button and go. The energy is to go, why? 
Why do I think I need this? What is it going to do? How long realistically is this going to take me? Can I commit to what it's asking me for? Will I show up fully every time or will it be one more thing I grab onto and then don't have time for? Like really get real with yourself and then consider what do, what do I expect it to give me? Am I expecting, like, do I have this dream of some amazing outcome? Um, um, can I hold that dream and be realistic at the same time that that, that ultimate um, mountaintop or isotope has steps, right, that I still have to do? I don't get to just go, I'm in school. I'm at the top of the mountain, right? <laughs> it's going to be like I'm in school, and then I come up with a plan, and then I work through these steps, and then eventually I'm here I am at the top of the mountain. Um, I know that as a person who who enjoys being an idealist and loving the best in life, that sometimes um, the shiny object comes up and I'm like, oh, that'll get me to the top of the mountain so fast. And then you do it and you're like, well, that was, <laughs> right, right? I mean, how many times? Guilty. <laughs> right? So we have learned from that that you really want to go it's the effort I put into it that is going to give me the result. It's not the thing, but the effort. So that's where you have to ask yourself, am I going to commit to the effort? And if you get a resounding, hell yeah, I am, do it. If you're like, oh, I thought it was just going to be cool and then happen, then you know that that's, that's, not a, that's a very flat, shallow <laughs> reason, right? Uh, Adobe design class. I will get money to go there. Yeah. Okay, cool. So just really get into that. Think about it. You have to learn some new things. You're going to have to break things down. Think you're going to have to try, fail and try again and know that the failure makes you better. Right. But I, as a designer myself, I want things to be right the first time. Sometimes I get it many times I don't. Right. So it's try, fail, try again, and then win, win, win. All right, and then regarding the dad, the feeling I get is at the level of consciousness that he's at, he's still repeating patterns of behavior. So he may want better from a higher perspective, and usually when we talk to someone in energy, we're talking to that part, but from the conscious perspective, it might be very limited and small, and until he starts questioning the values he grew up with, he will repeat them. So you know better than I where he's at. Like just kind of checking in to that guy's energy. What I'm seeing is like a guy, a bigger person, looking through a tiny little peephole, like a pinhole, like trying to see the world through this little pinhole, which represents to me the level of awareness, right? So it's this big energy funneling through this small point. Um, and I, I don't feel that he's questioned himself yet. He's asking the wrong questions, which we do when we're not consciously aware. We hang out in the dark and we're like, why is it dark? <laughs> you know, we don't ask, where's the light switch? <laughs> we're like, why is it dark? <laughs> which is, that happens. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so that, that's resonating. All right. Well, wow. Thank you to everyone who is here with us, you know, it's always scary to, to share personal stuff, but I feel very, you know, obviously we, we love you and we support you and I feel that in return. So thank you for holding the space. I hope that what I'm trying to work through or work out has helped you or given you some insights 
Um, and as always, I know Rach is on mute right now because I think Jax is like going monkey nuts over there. <laughs> but he's banging the pots and pans. So I just want to remind you that you can find our podcast on iTunes. If you subscribe, if you give us some yummy stars, like five stars, then we are able to activate a package that we have our hands on that we're just waiting to activate, which would allow us to create an app for you that we could put our podcast online and add yummy extras, things like meditations and cool things with source for shift and cool things with school for spirit that you can't get hold of right now. We have just sitting there waiting for you, but we need people to subscribe and we need people to give us five stars so that we can unlock this little bundle that we have. Uh, if you would do that, we would love you forever. <laughs> forever. <laughs> Rach, is there anything you want to add before we wrap it up? Um, no, that's probably the only thing. You got, you're doing crystal class right now. What's the next module for School for Spirit? I want to say it's pendulums. I think pendulums come next where everybody's going to learn how to play with their pendulum, program their pendulum, all the cool things that pendulums can do. Such a cool divination tool. It's one of my go-to tools. So that's coming up in January. Mm, awesome. Um, for me in January, uh, again, there's going to be a source of shift training coming up. But also I'm running a six-month hardcore accountability, business mentoring, business mastermind group for a select few, maximum of 10. Um, and it's, it's going to be mixing the beautiful, it's going to be a beautiful balance between the structure, so the masculine energy, but also the feminine. So to create space for your um, inspired action and, and for source for source to work through you to create your business next year. So it's going to be a bit of the mixture of the spirit and the practical <laughs> interested in finding out more um it's a, an early bird price right now it goes up almost double next week so you might want to touch base and have a chat to me so absolutely and regarding the um subscription we'll post a link in the comments that will take you right to itunes to let you subscribe so thanks for asking about that <laughs> yay all, all right. right until next time relax we got this <laughs> Bye. Thanks for listening to the show. To learn more about Rach and Therese and all of our awesome offerings, go to spirit the number four success.com or find us on Facebook. In fact, why not join our kick-ass and sparkly group, Kick-Ass and Sparkly Lady Panures Unite. Until next time, relax. We got this.